Hey, it's Emily. I'm so excited to tell you about a new challenge I created just for you, and that's Habit Loop Boot Camp. Yes, you heard me right. Habit Loop Boot Camp. Habit loops are the key to taking action with your habits, and this will kick you in the booty into doing just that. During this three-day challenge, March 19th through the 21st, I'll give you some exclusive coaching and how to best create your cues, routines, and rewards, of course, from that Atomic Habits for Women philosophy. We'll be in a live community where you will build your own custom habit loops, and by the end of the boot camp, you'll be ready to take action and have the confidence to ensure your new healthy habits will stick. I'll also be doing a giveaway to my signature program, and one-on-one coaching. Now, if you can't join us live, you will be able to grab the replays in the community, and I'll also be emailing out the videos as well. So I got you covered. Plus, you can also upgrade to get a private podcast feed of all three of the trainings and three opportunities to be on a Zoom with me and the other VIPs to answer your habit loop questions specifically for you and give you more customized coaching based on your own unique circumstances. I'm so excited for this. Go to bit.ly slash habit loop bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in habit loop bootcamp. Hey friend, welcome to the self-care isn't selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week, you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. You're listening to episode 67 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Hey friend, I hope you're having a great start to your week so far. Today we are talking about how to have more time. Wouldn't you like to have more time? (laughs) I certainly would. You know, everyone over in my uh, free Facebook community, there's a link in my uh, show notes if you'd like to join us. It's totally free, and I do a weekly workshop every Thursday um, based on the theme of the show. So this week, we'll obviously be talking about having more time. But everyone that joins that group, they tell me what their biggest self-care challenge is. And you know what the number one thing is? Finding the time to do it. My whole 30 clients, their biggest thing is I don't have time to meal prep. My personal training clients, I don't have time to work out or I don't know where to find the time. (sighs) So take a deep breath. I'm going to share 10 tips for you to have more time. And listen, I get it. Everyone's going through different seasons of your life And some of these tips, you may be like, "Mm, that doesn't work for me right now. And that's okay. You adjust and find out what works best for you. But friend, 
self-care should be a priority for yourself. Taking care of you should be a priority and finding time can be done. You just have to be willing to do the work to find the time. So let's get into these 10 tips together. So number one, take a step back and look at your day. Like get a pen and paper out or a Google Doc, whatever works best for you. Just don't think about it. Actually write it or type it down what you do in a day. Every little thing from you get up, you let your dogs out, you brush your teeth, you make the coffee, you go to work, you drop your kids off, you pick them up, you take them to all the places, you make the dinner, you do the bedtime, all the things. Write them out. Write them out. This is something I do with all of my personal training clients because we really focus on habit formation and really thinking about adding in healthy habits throughout their day that make sense and that are easy and convenient. So really taking a step back and writing these down is a really great exercise. Every client that I talk to, they're like, man, I either do a lot during the day or I don't do as much as I thought I did. Or there's a lot of pockets of time where I'm not like doing anything you know, except just sitting there. So this is a really great exercise to do. So that's why I put it as number one, because I know it's going to be really informative for you. So number two, ask for help. As you're looking at what you are doing throughout the day, is there some things you can ask for some help? You know, my kids are a little bit older now. They're 12 and almost nine. And during the second week of fall break, when they were home, they were helping around the house with some chores. My 12-year-old's big enough to help with some chores that my nine-year-old can't. And they had a real great sense of responsibility after helping me. So you can ask your kids for help if there's certain chores that are age appropriate for them to help you with. Ask your partner for help. If you need help making dinner or just washing the dishes so you can have a chance to go do something for yourself or finish up another task that you needed to get done, it's okay to ask for help. Okay, I'll repeat that again. It's okay to ask for help. And I know it can be challenging to do so at times because we like to control everything in our lives, but asking for help can go a long way. Number three, just say no. Just say no. If there's something someone is asking you to do and you don't have to do it and it's going to be more of an inconvenience for you, say no. Just say no. We've had a whole episode on this because say no can be really hard to do as well, just like asking for help. But you can say no to things so you stop filling up your plate and instead filling it up with things that are going to help you thrive. Number four, avoid interruptions. <laughs> that can be hard if you have kids sometimes. I get it. But one easy thing to do is turn off your notifications on your phone. You know, if there is something that you have a deadline coming up and you're trying to finish it, or you find yourself digging through your inbox and it's taking you longer than normal because you're getting this bing, 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 bing from your phone and you're going over and checking a text message from a friend or your group text. And next thing you know, it's been 30 minutes and you're scrolling through uh, TikTok looking at funny dog videos. <laughs> Not that I'm speaking from experience. And on another note, if you like a lot of funny dog videos on TikTok, the algorithm just gives you funny dog videos on TikTok and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> but turn off those notifications when you're working on something that needs to get done. Number five, do some double duty. 
So I don't mean multitasking because I know as women, we're very excellent at multitasking. Well, and sometimes maybe we're not so great because we're not doing everything great because we're doing everything at once. But here's what I mean, double duty. You're sitting in the carpool line to pick up your kid from school. Why not check your inbox there? You know, crank out some emails that you needed to get done or nap time. That's a really great time to get your workout in. And if they wake up, you can finish your, you can press pause on your workout or whatever you're doing. Go get the kiddo, have them start playing something and finish it out during nap time. Just because they wake up doesn't mean it's completely over. So that's what I mean by double duty. Finding these times in your day where you're just kind of sitting there, not really doing anything, and you can put in a new healthy habit for yourself. Number five. Get rid of the time wasters. You know what I'm talking about. What I just mentioned, mindlessly scrolling through social media, TV. Just stop. Just stop. That is the biggest waste of time ever. You know, when I talked about um, a couple episodes back, taking a social media detox or break, you know, you can look at the settings on your phone and you're able to see how much time you're spending on particular apps. And that kind of makes me feel sick to my stomach when I look at that, honestly. But you can also set limits for yourself, just like you would do for your kids, for how long you can be on these apps. So I highly suggest doing that for you because if you actually need something to do that for you, you can. Or delete the apps. Delete the apps while you are trying to get something done. Maybe write down your password if you like me and always forget it. (laughs) But delete the apps and just reinstall them when you're ready to use them. I know that might be a pain in the butt, but if it's too much of a temptation for you, then do it. It's not that big of a deal. Number six, schedule these new habits. Write them down in your planner. Put them on your Google calendar. Write them down on your family calendar or whatever you got to do. There's such power in writing and scheduling these down and sticking with it. So much power in that. So actually schedule it, even the tiniest little things. Like I'm going to check my email during the carpool line. That's called time blocking. You're blocking off these times throughout your day to do specific tasks. So you can do that, but actually schedule it because it's going to be a lot more powerful. Number seven. (laughs) I'm I'm going to leave this one for last. Identify your most productive time of the day. Okay. Identify your most productive time of the day. When is it? Do you find yourself after 4 p.m. being like, I am queen of the universe. I am getting everything done. Or are you kind of sluggish at that point of day and it's hard for you to concentrate and get things done? Or are you first thing in the morning just rocking and rolling, getting all the things done and feeling super productive. You know what I'm talking about. You know when you feel the most productive. So if that's the case, that's when you need to schedule the things that need to get done for yourself in order to keep that momentum going and feeling like you're getting stuff done during the day, thus getting back more time. Number eight, write down a to-do list. Am I off on the numbers? I'll have to go back and listen. If I am off on the numbers, then so be it. Okay, so be it. (laughs) Write down a to-do list, okay? Write down a to-do list, like a brain dump. At the beginning of your week, sit down, write down your whole to-do list, everything that you need to do for the week. Sometimes when you're keeping it all in your head, it just feels more scattered in there, and it's not 
it's probably not necessarily going to get done. So write down this actual to-do list that you need to do in order to get it done. If it's just floating around in your head with the, all the other 20 million things you have going on, I guarantee you it, those to-do list things are not going to get done. And another way to get more time back. I don't know if I'm on number nine or number 10. Either way, we got a lot of tips here. <laughs> Whatever. You may not like this one, but it's something that's changed my life. You may not be a morning person and you may be in, in your soul even thinking about this. Get up an hour earlier. Holy moly, you got an hour back of your day. More time for you. What's that mean? It means go to bed a little bit earlier too so you're not dragging all day. Getting up earlier before my kids and doing my self-care routine has been a game changer for me. Having that time to myself with my dogs too, but having that time to myself to get my gratitude and prayer and my workout in and then just getting in the shower, it's, it's a magical time of day. If you are doing this as well, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And some days I sleep in and don't get up an hour earlier because my body needs the rest. I've learned to be able to listen to my body. But if you're looking for more time, that's a really great way to get more time. So gang, I hope these tips, tips were um, very, very useful for you and that you're going to take action and trying to find more time in your day to take care of yourself. These either nine or ten tips, whatever I said. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to re-record this though because that would be a waste of my time, right? You guys get it. You guys get it. So head on over to the show notes. There's a link there to join my free Facebook group where we'll be doing a workshop on helping you evaluate the time wasters in your day in order to gain back more time and make self-care a priority for you and even figure out what does self-care even mean to you. Okay, so we're at the end of the month. We're heading into November and December. I can't believe it. It's very, very exciting. Changes of seasons also feels like there needs to be changes in what we're doing as well. So get ready to see some new things coming from me uh, near the end of the year and into the new year. I'm restructuring a few ways that I'm do, um, running my wellness company, personal training, group fitness classes, um, Whole30 coaching, all the things but really, the most thing I want to do is really help you find your own version of self-care and find those pockets of time throughout your day in order to make yourself a priority. So if you love today's show, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes. It helps the show get seen a little bit more by some more people who could need the message that we're sharing here today. And give me a follow on Instagram at emilynichols22 and tag me. Let me know how you're finding more time in your day to make self-care a priority. So as always, sending you all lots of love. See you next week. And remember, self-care isn't selfish. <laughs>